things how they are are not necessarily going to be the same way for the next year, two years, three years, four years. So for us, building and establishing the right things, the right processes, especially financially for our future wealth is really important because who knows where the market will be in three years. And now is the time to build for the future. Now is the time to build for the long term and the long haul. And so that's one of the things that I'm really hyped about. You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. Welcome to another riveting podcast episode with your host, C Nanny and T Dog. This is our first podcast of 2020. And um, and men, we're starting it with a bang because the LSU Tigers are back in their rightful place. I say this all the time, heavy lies the head that wears the crown, and there's no crown heavier than the college football national championship, and my boys did it again. Screw you, Nick Saban. Screw you, Nick Saban. You left us, and we rose again. Nobody can stop us. Nobody. Wow. I'm just wow. telling everybody what's true right now. How are you, man? I'm doing great, dude. It's uh, Not only is it a new year, it's a new decade. Yes. That's pretty crazy. 2020. It's going to be the best decade of our lives. I just got back yep. from Turks and Caicos. That was pretty amazing. You look good, man. Thanks. You look real good. Can you tell my tan's a little bit better today? Yeah. The lighting's a little different. Taylor was making yes. fun of me yesterday. He said I didn't have a tan. No, it wasn't uh, making it fun, was... bro. I, just, I was just noticing and observing that you didn't really look that tan. I you did. You uh, like a little white kid. Well, I did, apply, like. I did apply I did apply about 70 uh sunscreen mm. on my face. Oh, that's what it's as I'm about. as I'm aging and I'm and I'm getting wiser, you know, I want to hey. make sure that I age like fine wine. <laughs> All right, moving on. If you're listening in the car, thank you for listening. If you haven't left a review for our podcast, shame on you because we put out every single week. We always are putting out more than we take in, if you know what I mean. And uh, feel free to leave us a review. Today, I think we're just going to wrap a little bit about our vision for 2020, what we have learned over the last few years and how it is shaping up to make an incredible picture of our future. People don't know this, bro. I talked to somebody yesterday who is um, actually about ready to invest in the fund. And he said, man, I've been listening to your guys' podcast, been eating everything up. And I, I thought you guys just did like Facebook ads. I didn't realize that you were so involved in so many different things. So I was like, man, welcome to the club. Everybody yeah. thinks that we're just advertisers. But what really builds business is just accumulation effect of being a good human, having good disciplines. It's all of the above, right? Not just Facebook ads. Why don't you wrap a little bit on what you're excited about for 2020, what you see coming down the pike? Hey, a lot of people don't realize that before Trap and Funnel is both of us were involved in real estate. And so we're kind of going back to the roots now. Um, so I think one thing that I'm really excited for is this year, I feel like 2020 that we really are focusing on building for the next decade. The, the, the last four years or so uh, since we started trapping funnels, it's just been building for today and for the next few years where I feel like this year we were, we were being very intentional and specific about building for the next decade, which is really going to set us up for the rest of our lives. Not only that, not only for ourselves, but also for close family and friends with what we're doing with real estate. Um, you know, we've, we've studied a lot of amazing entrepreneurs of recent and also from the last hundred plus years. 
And one of the, the biggest learning lessons I think that we've taken away and that I've taken away from the last year is the importance of building for the future. And that things like how they are, how they've been the last year, the last two years, three years, four years, are not necessarily going to be the same way for the next year, two years, three years, four years. So for us, building and establishing the right things, the right processes, especially financially and for our future wealth, um, is really important. So I'm pretty hyped about that because who knows where the market will be in three years. And now is the time to build for the future. Now is the time to build for the long term and the long haul. And so that's one of the things that I'm really hyped about, not only for ourselves, but for our clients and our friends and our family. Because, dude, we've got infrastructure. We've got the know-how. We've got the resources. And where it would be difficult for a lot of people to enter into this, to get into this game of real estate, wealth building, we're able to be that bridge from where people are and to where they should go. So that's one thing that I am hyped about. Dude, what about uh, you? I was, I was at church the other day during the Kansas City Chiefs game. You know what I'm talking Crazy about. Crazy game. <clears throat> you know. Kansas City Chiefs, they were down by, what was it, 17 or 14? No, it was 20-something. I think it was 24. No, yeah, they were down by 24. Yeah. And uh, I was like, man, I hope that Kansas City can pull this out because I don't want all my houses in Kansas City to go down in value. And they looked at me like, you're kidding. No, we have like 15 houses in Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City is a new market for us, but it's a great market, biggest city in Missouri. And you got the Kansas City Chiefs. You got the Titans rolling up and rolling out, taking everybody down. Derrick Henry's got a... Jeez, dude, I hope the Titans don't make it. They're going to make it. Tennessee real estate is going to skyrocket. But anyways, uh, dude, I am so excited about the the way that our team has rallied together. And Traffic and Funnels, we have a huge gathering. It's our biggest gathering ever that we've ever done here in Nashville, Tennessee. This week, in a couple days. And uh, I was telling somebody else, like, I just, I'm getting to do, and you're getting to do just the parts of the business that we really love. Everybody's got to pay the piper at some point. You're either going to pay at the beginning or you're going to pay throughout the course of your entire life. This is what I don't understand about people is people make decisions based on fear and then they end up suffering from that fear for 30, 40, 50 years. As opposed to what me and you have done, we've kind of paid the price. We've leaned all into fear. We've leaned all into the price. We haven't negotiated with it. We've just paid it. And we've gone through three years, four years of building and I feel like now we're actually at a place where the next 20 years, you know, if we decided, crazy thought, it's about to go crazy. If we decided we were going to move to Turks and Caicos for 20 years, nothing would change. Nothing would change. It's so foreign to me, the idea of making short-term decisions, which everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. Because in that short-term decision-making process, you end up, re- every short-term moment for the rest of your life is going to suffer. Supposed to make a long-term decision is painful in the moment. I'm just glad we paid the price. You know what yeah. I mean? Why do you think people do that? Why do you think because there's short term versus long term? I think a lot of people are wimps, man. Nothing wrong with being a wimp as long as you have pride in being a wimp. Wimps unite. If you are a weak person, just go ahead and admit it and and own it and put some pride back into the idea of being weak. Nothing wrong with that. I think the problem with people is they lie and they hide. And they make decisions based out of fear because they're afraid that maybe they don't have what it takes. I was coaching one of our sales guys through this and somebody was like, well, I just don't know. 
I'm a little skeptical of, of you and what you guys are doing. And I'm not totally sure whether this will work. And uh, I told the sales guy next time that happened, you say this, well, we have, you know, we've got 20,000 case studies behind us. You're not as skeptical of me as I am of you. Mm. And that's the frame that people need to have. Because when you look at it, we're dealing with people every day who have five, six, seven years of failure. And we have five, six, seven years of verified, trusted, proven results. What right do people have to be skeptical of us? It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I think people, people back themselves in the corners because they, they only look at one side of risk. There's two, coin, there's two sides to the coin. One side is what happens if I do this and fail. But the other side is what if I don't do this and everything in my life stays the same for the next 10, 12, 15, 18 years. People don't count the cost of that. And so they end up choosing wrongly you know? Yeah. And I think that's the thing, man. People don't have foresight and they don't have insight, right? People are so linear and I think they're so static and, and they don't have really healthy and good inputs. Is that the key to your destiny? What you just said was the key. This is what you just said. Did you like go and buy that just for that moment? Bro, let me when I just dropped revelation, bombs? the key to wealth. <laughs> oh my God is rolex wow no keep going bro keep going sorry to interrupt i forgot what i was saying it's foresight and insight foresight insight yeah yeah people i mean we've talked about this before but they they lack the ability to think in a healthy way to to be able to properly assess that risk that what if i don't do it what if i don't uh make this move what if i don't invest into myself right the cost of not doing it the cost of not going out on the limb Versus what is, what is my immediate cause if it doesn't work out? Yeah. Right. That's a lot. That's a lack of foresight in the future. Like how does that, how does that negatively affect myself? Not only in the next six months and 12 months, but what about my family? What about my kids? Yeah. Right. Because it's not just about, okay, this money, this several thousand dollars that I need to invest, whatever, but it's the person that you become going through that process. Yeah. Right. Dude, how much 100%. stuff have we've walked, have we walked through and just the process that it requires, the journey that it requires to, to build what we've built in the last several years, right? With, with the money that we've invested and the money that we've lost and the team that we've hired and the team that we've lost and figuring out how to be leaders and how to be a great dads and great husbands throughout this whole process. Like there's been a requirement of growth and expansion because we've stepped out and we've taken the risk. But if we didn't do that, then we wouldn't be the leaders that we are today. We wouldn't be the husbands and the dads that we are today. And so I think that is foresight that people are missing the growth opportunity, expansion opportunity that they would have going through that process. So don't sell yourself short. If you're at that moment of decision, whatever it is, wherever you are in your life and your business, don't sell yourself short for the opportunity for the expansion and growth that happens when you take that move, when you take that step. Bro, here's something else that's been on my mind recently as I've been uh, coming up with some IP and training is I think that people need to learn how to be smart enough to know what they don't need to know. And that sounds like a tongue twister, like a Willy Wonka-ism. But the truth is I was thinking about Henry Ford and um, there's a great book on um, Audible. It's a Henry Ford biography, and I think it's called I Created the Industrial Era or something like that. But Henry Ford was 
became renowned and famous <clears throat> for the things that he didn't know. People started studying him because people would ask him questions and he wouldn't know the answer. And uh, one day he was on trial and at, in court and he was testifying and he didn't know the answer to all these things and people thought he was stupid. And he kind of challenged them and said, I have a team of people that I can go to right now and every single one of them will know all the answers to the questions you're asking. Why do I need to know this? And I think it's important yeah. for people to remember that this, the number one easiest thing, strategy, the tactic, whatever that you can do to figure out how do I get to where I want to get to, find somebody who has already done it and let them tell you what to do and then don't argue with them. Be smart enough to do it because there's always a couple different ways you can get to a destination. You can pin the tail on the donkey, put blind, blindfold over your eyes and trial and error your way through life. That's the long way. Or you can get a, a manual or a set of activities or recipes. And I think not, a, not enough people are doing that. And the mentor space is so spammy and so tacky. Yeah. And that's why I think people are like kind of taught to be skeptical. But at the end of the day, the fastest path to getting what we want is to go find somebody who's already done it. Do exactly what they tell us to do. We've done that. Yes. I'm not just saying this. We've actually done it. So. Well, I think that's where the lack of insight is. Right? People, they have a certain worldview. And they don't realize that all the biases that they have based on their worldview. And they're not seeking new wisdom. They're not seeking a different worldview. They're mm. not practicing looking through other people's lenses and experiences. And when you're able to do that, that's three-dimensional. You know, that's something that we've talked a lot about with Jay um, is looking at situations three-dimensionally, not just from my perspective, because there is going to be bias from my perspective, right? Things I want to maybe protect myself, protect my issues of fear and potential risk. So I'm going to slant things from my point of view, from my bias. And it might not be accurate. It might not be right. It might not be healthy. Right? That's why it's so crucial and important to have uh, an amazing just council of, of people to speak truth into you, but not from a place of bias. And that's one thing this morning, man, just so grateful for the people that I have in my life, for you and for Missy, people that are looking out for my best interests um, and to just speak a different angle, a different point of view. And I think that's one of the most important things that I really I, just having gratitude for and in a realization how important it is just to have other healthy point of views and perspectives um, for my life. Yep. And I think that's one thing to do that people are missing out of, missing out on is not having that point of view. They only are listening to themselves or they're listening to people who don't have their best interests at heart, right? Or they just have no clue. They lack such wisdom. And so I think for anybody listening to this, if they want to make huge strides in their life and their business this year, you've got to surround yourself with people who are just amazing, right? And they don't have that, that bias that you have. Like, just thinking about, man, how much we challenge each other. Yep. And people wonder, like, how do you guys do it? Well, at the end of the day, we have each other's best interests at heart. And I think having someone to bring that, that tension is really good. Someone to challenge your point of view is really good. So if yep. you don't have that in your life, in your business, you got to get it. It's going to cause you to become stronger. 
hundred percent. One thing I love about client kit, dude, that's one thing I love about tracking funnels in the community that we've built. It's not just having rah-rah people in your corner, but it's having people nope. to challenge how you view things. Honest people in your corner. Honest people. And yeah. honesty from honesty from the wrong person can be damaging as well. Yep. Because somebody who's honest with you, but they don't they don't have anything of what you want and they haven't demonstrated that in their life that you want to model yep. them, they're yep. they're gonna give you their honesty, but it won't help you. Yep. And so I think it's important to find honest people who have been where you want to be Absolutely. and they've they've demonstrated that they're worth modeling it's crazy yeah. what you're saying is so true it's crazy the people that we listen to and the people that we allow in it's like this person has demonstrated nothing to tell me that i want to model them at all but i'm going to listen to their opinion what that is a, yeah. doesn't make any sense really yeah you know so yeah that's pretty interesting man it's, it's also in this world of social media where people feel like they have an entitlement um to express their opinion mm. because there's that familiarity. And I was actually yep. just listening to a conversation with my wife and somebody else last night. And that was a situation where people feel so entitled to give their opinion. And we want to be heard, man, as human beings, we want attention, we want recognition. And so find the people in your life who are ahead of you and surround yourself with them. And I think that's one of the best things that we've done. One of the smartest things that we've done. Oh, we got Pete Tansley on. The judge, the thunder from down under, the judge. Pete, your new nickname is the judge. The judge. Pete, the judge Tansley. That's got a good ring to it. I like that. All right. What else you got, bro? I'm good. What's your, uh, work. just give us one learning lesson, one learning lesson from the championship game last night. One takeaway. Bro. <clears throat> Joe Burrow is all business, all business. He can have the best game of his life, and he's uh, he's on his headset talking to the guys upstairs, talking about what he can do better. I think that you can see the eye of the tiger. Mm. No, no pun intended. You can see the eye of the tiger in people when it's like, man, they can come out of the best performance of their life, and they're thinking, what could I have done better? What can I do better? Rather than hitting the clubs and celebrating. You just see this thing with him where he's like, even where I'm at today, I'm not good enough to be the best. I just won the Heisman. I just won the national championship. But there's people out there that could beat me. Yeah. So where can I improve? And to me, I'm like, man, I, I want to be that way. And I don't think you, I don't want to get out of balance with it where it's like there's no celebration and I'm never smiling or anything like that. But I do want to have that level of commitment to myself because that's what Joe Burrow has. It's not that he just wants to crush everyone. He wants to be the best he can be. You can tell he's competing against – he's not competing against anybody else in college football. He's competing with himself in 20 years. You know, I mean, that was pretty obvious from the score last night. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Love it. All right. Hey, go leave a review on iTunes and all of our other channels. And uh, anything else we should promote? Just buy stuff from us. Just buy <laughs> stuff from us because we deserve it, and you'll make more money if you do. Peace. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.